This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. The following audio theatre is rated ADG for general audiences. In the distant reaches of space, a lone ship plunges deep into the unknown. Her crew? Reg McCorum, ship's captain. Granier Kachowa, pilot. Shen Enling, ship's doctor. Gormar, engineer. Aiden Vosky, mechanic. Trying to evade the vengeful Sylvia Malabar and her ship, the Silver Star, the crew of the Tiger follow a course given to them by a mysterious robot. Jabberwocky Audio Theater presents Rogue Tiger. Tonight's episode, Lost and Found, Part 2. Hey, Enling. Is your suit okay? There isn't any damage, amazingly enough. But it could probably use a shower as much as I did. <laughs> hey, what did you do, Aiden? Take your spacesuit into the shower with you? No, I, uh, I used some, uh, some number three solvent from the machine shop. It's a little trick I learned from an instructor. You know, to keep suits clean. I'll say. Well, give it here and let's put it away until the next salvage mission. You know... Tormor's suit is always this clean. I'll bet he knows that trick, and he's never told me. Well, I can certainly show you. Uh, Enling, speaking of Tormar, what he said during our escape, you know, uh, about... You wanting to mate with me? Yeah, that. Uh-huh. Well, Tormar is a typical Kutharian, and they don't engage in that sort of thing for recreation. It always has to be for mating, or apparently some rituals. I, I didn't know that. Uh, but what I meant to say was, I mean... You're a normal young adult male with normal hormone levels. I can always run some tests on you if you're worried otherwise. And I still have to do those DNA tests we talked about. No! I, I mean, I do want you to do the DNA testing, but... I wanted you to know that Tormar... Well, he wasn't right about the mating. And I don't know about the rituals, but he was right that I... I'm flattered if you feel more than just gratitude for me saving your life back on Flat Rock. But for right now, how about we just agree that you'll try and save my life sometime when I need it? Oh, and that spacesuit cleaning trick. There you are, Doctor. Tormar said you weren't in sickbay. Is he injured? No, just babysitting the robot. Is that a scanner, or what kind of tech is that? (laughs) I wouldn't suppose you'd know, would you? He's off, Captain. I've been on this boat for more than a year, and I've never seen whatever that is. What are they teaching kids in schools these days? Hey, watch it. What I've learned in school has saved your heart on more than one occasion. Is it some form of archaic transmitter? Oh, it sends a signal, all right. It's called a bolix. Come on, Doctor, we need to use the med bed, and I didn't want you to think we wouldn't ask you. Doesn't sound like you're asking me now. 
We're a couple of jumps away from the Vistulon Nebula, but no closer to knowing why our robotic guest directed us that way. Well, I thought Grania said we could hide the tiger and shake anyone who's following us. True, but who's to say we won't be meeting someone as well? Captain, I know the robot's been secretive, but he's been, well, honorable with us the whole time. He's a royal plenipotentiary. Enling, think about some of the stories you've told me growing up in Shantung society. That's not fair. That was your point, as I remember. This is different. Because just now, it needs our help. Have you ever met a royal house that isn't ultimately self-serving? No. But I haven't met many royal houses, and neither of you. Well, I haven't met any, but this robot seems really independent. What makes you think he's being used? Because all robots get their orders from someone these days. Otherwise, they wind up as so much scrap. I think he's better off helping us with an agenda than being a pile of scrap without an agenda. We just need some answers, Doctor. Vosky, the door. Okay. Pardon, Doctor. I was just explaining our medical capacity to 651, but you would be a more suitable guide. Expecting someone to get sick? With organics, there is always that possibility. But you wouldn't be checking if there wasn't a probability of someone getting sick or wounded. I must cover all contingencies. Then you'll understand this. You know what this is, don't you, 651? That is not warranted. Wait, that device, it's paralyzing him? How much damage is that thing doing to him? Nothing yet. Tormar, ease it onto the med bed. We don't want it to fall. Yes, Captain. This is... Not necessary. Can it feel pain? Yes! Damn it, Captain. I'm not going to have you kill anyone in my sick bay. I don't care if they're mechanical or not. No one has to die, Enling. He helped save our lives. I'm not discounting that, but I don't trust genies out of their bottles. The restraints are secure. Thank you. You're turning it off? Not entirely. So that's why you wanted the med bed. You'll forgive the old toy. My crew explained how dangerous you are in hand-to-hand combat. I do not pose a threat to your ship or your crew. At present? Yes. But you have been instructed to take over this vessel if it proves necessary for your mission, haven't you? It has not proven necessary. Remember, Vosky, robots have to tell you the truth, but they never have to tell you the whole truth. But why should it help us, you know, under duress like this? Quick lesson in robot sensibilities. 651, am I exceeding my authority as captain of this vessel in detaining you? No. And is it acceptable if I find I must destroy you to protect my ship and my crew? Your actions are acceptable and within Imperial Code. However, as I stated, I do not find this detainment warranted. My house will require considerable compensation should I be destroyed. Would you destroy this ship to prevent that? That has not proven necessary and would be counterproductive to my mission. Why don't you just tell us about your mission, 651? You've helped us, we can help you. I do not mean to offend, Doctor, but as you are not allies of my house, I am not authorized to talk about my mission to you. But aren't we allies if we help you in your mission? A robotic distinction, Enling. As long as we're not formal allies of House Clark Timurin, he can put us and the ship in jeopardy to fulfill his mission. Is that true? It is the nature of robots, Mechanic Vosky. I do not wish to harm you. And we do not wish to harm you. In fact, we wish to help you in your mission. For a price. I do not possess monets, but I can assure you that you will be compensated for your assistance. Oh, we can talk about that later. Now, I want a different assurance. You said you are a royal plenipotentiary. I am. 
so you are authorized to enter into binding agreements with foreign parties. My mandate is limited. But you can enter into binding agreements. So long as they are in the furtherance of my mission, and the agreement does not violate the laws of my house nor my charter. Fine. Then part of the price of our aid is to enter one of these agreements. We would be allies of the House of Clark Timurin. Are you requesting an official agreement? I am. An official contract of allegiance under the Imperial Code and your House's particular laws on the subject. You have read them? Yes, in fact. Since that would take time we don't have, I suggest we waive the full reading of all the standard clauses. If you are asserting your knowledge of them, that is acceptable. I do. Though I do wish to add some points for our circumstances. Very well. As allies, you will do no harm to this ship or this crew, or by inaction allow this ship or this crew to come to harm. Such as within my power. We will expect details of your mission for us both to avoid harm to our ship and crew, and to safely deliver you to a destination port of your choosing. That is acceptable. Do you have terms? I expect you and your crew to act as any ship under a royal commission. You pledge its speed and your strength to our cause without exception. Is this a negotiation or a ritual? Both. I forgot robots could be so florid. Our pledge matches your guarantee. Then we are bound with one remaining stipulation. Name it. I do not wish to see that device, the Bolix, again. Agreed. Help our new ally off the med bed, would you, Tormar? Of course. Thank you, Engineer Tormar. Your resourcefulness will prove useful to our house, Captain. With this hand, I seal this agreement on behalf of the House of Clark Timurin. And with this hand, I seal this agreement as Captain of the Tiger. I assume you got a DNA sample just now for your records? That is correct. Okay. Now can we find out about this mission? That's a good point, 651. We'll be at the Nebula soon. What should we be expecting? Nothing. The Nebula serves to confound any ships tracking us, as Granya Kachoa noted. But it is not our final destination. Do we get to find out what the final destination is? Insofar as I know it, it is the fourth moon of the seventh planet of the Star Batoon. That's off the beaten path. It is outside of Imperial territory. So what's the mission? Our ship, the Sahaya, was carrying diplomats for the Royal House. For safety, they were dispatched to that remote location. We must rescue them. A rescue mission, huh? That doesn't sound too hard. I hope not, Aiden Vosky. If we do not rescue these diplomats, it may prove the end of my house. You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. Tonight's production, Rogue Tiger, Episode 17, Lost and Found, Part 2 of 5. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, in association with Arlington Independent Media, WERALP 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Nick DePinto as Aiden Vosky, Yasmin Twizon as Dr. Shen Enling, Brooks Tegler as Captain Reg McCorum, Phil Amico as Tormar, and William R. Coughlin as Tacker Marathon 651. Recorded at Big Ben Studios by Matt Bostaff. Music composed by John Maestri and arranged by Jason Chimola. Supplemental recording at Tohubohu Productions in Burke, Virginia. Dialogue editing by Maurice Malda. Sound effects editing, mastering, and final mixing by William R. Coughlin. 
Tonight's episode was written and directed by Bjorn Munson. This recording is the property of Team Jabberwocky, LLC, and may not be rebroadcast, retransmitted, or redistributed without express permission from Team J. The underlying content, including the script, story, and characters, remain the exclusive property of their owners and are used with permission. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theater, visit jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Rogue Tiger and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theater, be sure to subscribe and share, and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of high adventure and mysterious suspense. Until next time, this is William R. Coughlin saying thanks for listening, and tune in next week for more Rogue Tiger. Hast thou slain the Jabberwock? This is Jack Ward, and from every one of us here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you, your family, and all your friends safe harbor during these difficult times. Please follow the scientific and medical experts' advice, and we'll always be here for you daily at Mutual.